the silent witnesses. This is prosecution number 101, as they say. If you're a prosecutor and you're investigating a case, especially if it's a case involving people who are wealthy, there's often staff people around who are the silent, the silent witnesses, right? They're the people who, especially wealthy individuals, act as if they don't exist. They act that they're not there. You'll have the housekeepers, the drivers, the the maintenance workers, the the guy, you know, building your your doing your building and your renovation in your house, whatever it is. You you, you can't imagine the what they are privy to and what they see. They don't just go in and clean or or cook or whatever it is that they're hired to do and and don't have eyes and ears. And oftentimes these high net worth individuals will speak in front of them, leave things out. You know, you, you, like I said, we, we have gotten that when I was a prosecutor, the maids in particular are the ones who they see everything, they know everything, they know where all the bodies are buried, as you, if you will. And CNN has reported that Donald Trump is went ballistic when he found out that those are the very individuals who federal prosecutors contacted and is going are going to testify against him at his Mar-a-Lago, uh, his Mar-a-Lago trial. So I'm not surprised by that. I'm not surprised that Jack Smith, who's a lifetime, lifelong prosecutor, we both came up in the Manhattan DA's office together in the early 90s. And I worked with him there at that time. You know, he was trained. This is exactly what he and I were both trained to do. So I'm not surprised this is what he's doing. And, you know, the, what, what CNN has reported is that a plumber, a maid, a chauffeur, and a woodworker are the staffers that will be contacted and potentially called to testify against Donald Trump. So it'll be very interesting. Some of them are going to talk about, you know, the fact that he left uh, papers around. One of them thought that, you know, they were movie props because don't forget that classified documents are marked and, you know, very dramatically um, in a way to show that they are classified so that there's no mistake, no one that you'll know that this is, this is what you're dealing with. And so treat them as such. And, um, you know, the, these low level eyes and ears of Mar-a-Lago are going to show us a lot about what the club is like, right? Just they're going to tell us what it was like, generally speaking, not just the documents themselves, but set the stage, really set the stage for how do you get in? How secure is it? Is it, you know, is it something that you, you have to worry about? Is it, is it a secure place that nobody can get in or are the doors open and the rooms open and where the, where these documents were found? How how irresponsible and dangerous was it for him to leave all of these documents and boxes and papers in, in various rooms? And, and these are people who don't have an ax to grind one way or another, right? These are people who are neutral, who are just neutral witnesses who are going to be able to tell it like it is. Not anyone who's entered into a cooperation deal, not someone who's necessarily loyal to one side or the other, just very neutral, salt of the earth people who will be able to testify about what went on and what they saw um, 
And so I think this is, this is going to be very critical for the, um, for the prosecution, for the prosecution and Jack Smith, um, to be able to really put the pieces together of their case. There was a woodworker from South Florida that testified about installing crown molding in Trump's bedroom in, uh, in February 2022 and is going to testify that he noticed papers, um, and there were stacks of papers that may have been classified. And he eventually told investigators he's the one who said they might be a movie prop. So that'll be, I think, really very interesting. There was also a maid who was the personal maid to to Donald Trump's suite where he and his wife live. And she is apparently going to also testify. Some maintenance workers who were there are also going to testify. And and so I think it'll be, I think this will really paint a picture. Reporting is that, you know, that, um, that when Donald Trump learned that this was going to happen, he was not happy and apparently went ballistic. But I think that, you know, that makes sense because they will have seen a lot. So the other thing I think they're going to be able to testify to is, is how many people were in and out, right? At, at the social club, there were weddings and movie premieres and fundraisers, et cetera. And then of course there's the chauffeur, right? The driver who, who will drive Donald Trump around while he has his conversations. You know, he's not one to next necessarily text or email, but he is one who will have, uh, who will have spoken, right? And maybe spoken in front of these drivers. So that will be interesting to see exactly, exactly what they say. So stay tuned, watch for these, these silent witnesses, right? The witnesses who you don't expect and, and, they're going to be the ones who I think are going to be critical to Jack Smith's case. Now, let's see if it's actually going to go forward when it's scheduled to go forward in May of 2024. Good health starts with good habits. Quip makes it easy by delivering all the oral care essentials you need to care for your mouth. The Quip electric toothbrush has timed sonic vibrations with 30-second pulses to guide a dentist-recommended two-minute clean. It's lightweight and sleek designed for adults and kids with no wires or bulky charger to weigh you down. The Quip toothbrush also has multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter and reusable handles in a range of sleek metal hues, as well as bright plastic colors sure to make a pop to your bathroom counter. And so you know the electric toothbrush isn't all that Quip has to offer. I love the water flosser. It hits all the right spots with gentle or deep clean pressure, and the touch of a button, uh, the Quip mints and gum are incredibly refreshing too. I truly have Quip to thank for my entire dental care routine, and I don't know where I'd be without them. I really love them. I love the sponsor, and I'm so happy that they are, are have sent us this, and we can use them, and, uh, and that they are our sponsor. So listen, it's time to skip the batteries and snap into healthy habits with the new rechargeable electrical to electric toothbrust. All the features of the original Quip plus one magnetic charge powers up to three months of brushing. If you go to getquip.com slash legal AF right now, you'll get 20% off any electric toothbrush, mint and gum dispenser, and water flosser. That's 20% off any electric toothbrush, mint and gum dispenser, water flosser at getquipquip.com slash legal AF. That's getquip.com slash legal AF. Quip is the good habits company. Now, you know, don't forget that uh, that, um, that, uh, um, Judge Eileen Cannon, I apologize. Um, she has, you know, she's 
temporarily ruled uh, and ruled today that she is going to keep the trial date where it is. But she also said she's open to potentially extending it given the volume of discovery. There's been more discovery that's come out. And um, she thinks that it's much more than she originally was told. So she kind of is signaling that she's open to moving the trial date. Um, I think she's been open to it for a very long time. She's Every time there, she, someone's asked her for additional time to, um, you know, anytime the defense has asked for additional time for something, she always has given it, but she says, oh, but we're keeping the trial date. It, this is, I've, I've said it many times, this is death by a thousand cuts because you can't keep moving dates and pushing them closer to the trial and then expect the actual trial to happen. That's just not realistic because there's going to be so many things that bump into the trial date. And of course, he's saying he needs more time to prepare because of the other cases. So let's see if, you know, right now he's scheduled the case that's scheduled to go first is the, the case in Washington, D.C., Tanya Chutkin uh, and the um, the the Jan 6, you know, the the election stolen election case. So let's see if that actually does go in March. I know Judge Chutkin has said that is definitely going in March, but the but Donald Trump is appealing um, some of the rulings, the presidential immunity in particular, that has to go to the D.C. Circuit and could go up to the Supreme Court. So that could get delayed uh, if that were to if if they were to do that. The next one that would be scheduled to go is the um, New York. Uh, criminal case, which involves Stormy Daniels and that election interference case. So that's supposed to go uh, March 24th. And so let's see if that one goes. And then the third one is supposed to be Judge Eileen Cannon. Now it's I, I'm not a betting person, but I would bet 90% she's going to move that trial date in May and and that she's setting it up to do that. So why hasn't she moved it yet? Why hasn't she changed the date yet? I think some could, you know, if you're a conspiracy theorist like me, um, no, I'm just kidding. But if you're someone who, you know, is it, it, if she's really kind of doing the bidding for Donald Trump the way it seems she is and all her rulings are such, it, one could suggest potentially that she is not uh, moving the trial date because guess who will swoop in and pick that that May date before the November election? Bonnie Willis, who still doesn't have a, a, a trial date. So, so uh, you know, perhaps Judge Cannon is waiting so that uh, – so that Fonnie Willis can't take that date and and there's no case that happens before the election. But that's where we are right now and where we're teed up to to be. Um, I think the more we th – this case is not a hard case. The Mar-a-Lago documents case is not a hard case. There's no doubt these are – uh, national defense information. Um, there's no doubt that he didn't keep it securely. Or there's no doubt that he uh, obstructed justice and lied when asked for them back. Had he given them back, we wouldn't be here. But he wanted to keep them, and he was very, you know, did very dangerous things with it. So, you know, his his this is a witch hunt. This is by Joe Biden trying to keep him from from you know winning is a ridiculous argument. He declared he knew that these indictments were coming when he declared. It's the other way around. These investigations were ongoing. The indictments were coming. And he declared his candidacy so that he wouldn't be held accountable, so that he could make these claims, uh, not the other way around. So, so let's not let him uh, change the narrative or change the facts. Let's just keep the facts for what they are. But this is not a complicated case. Um, 
this is, you know, yes, there's some classified documents, but, and, and there's some special procedures under the Classified Information's Procedures Act that have to be sorted out ahead of time, but it's nothing that people haven't, government hasn't done many, many, many times. So there's no reason this case shouldn't go. It's not that complicated. The, the, the discovery is not that voluminous and there's lots of witnesses. So if it does get delayed, it's going to be because Judge Cannon, um, is, is, you know, not, is, is giving Trump what he wants, frankly. This case should go and and can go. Uh, And it's a very strong case and it's only getting stronger with time. So thanks so much for listening. I'm Karen Friedman Agnifilo with Legal AF. Join me and my co-hosts every Wednesday and Saturday. Hey, Midas Mighty. Love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram at Midas Touch to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.